Hello Slayers! Happy Sunday! Today is June 5th. Can you believe we're already halfway through the year? So I am going to be recording an episode about traumas, okay? Um, I spoke about this in a few episodes and the time has finally come. I'm super excited. I know you're going to get value out of this and thank you for tuning in. The time is finally here. Episode 18 is all about traumas. This is the episode that we have been waiting for, friends, okay? Sorry. I just woke up, so I sound kind of like sleepy because that's why. All right. So um, in, in a few of my episodes, you will hear me refer to childhood traumas. So I finally found great information for this topic. Now, I have to throw a disclaimer out, obviously. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. Trauma varies from person to person. So for some, it may be big, and for others, it may be small. But regardless, trauma is trauma, okay? So so for a few years, I have been listening to Ed Milet's podcast. I love the information he provides because he's just like me. We like to dig deep. We want to understand um, and see why things are the way they are. All right. So first thing is first, most things children learn are caught and not taught. Okay. You know that saying that parents usually say, oh, uh, what is it? Do what I say and not what I do. Well, unfortunately, that's just not how it works. (laughs) Okay. So anyways, so he was talking about... um, neglect and um, what he said about neglect really hit me Um, and he was saying that you know it's neglectful if you are not pursuing your happiness or if you are going after your dreams so um, this may not seem like it's trauma but actually can turn into trauma uh, because you know you're so I don't know engulfed in trying to work so much just so you can provide to your children you know there's a lot of things that can go into it So anyways, so he shared about his dad's addiction to drug and alcohol. So he said um, his ability to read people came from this. So when he was seven or eight years old, he knew the type of day he would have just by the way his dad will open the door. Can you imagine? That's just so scary. It's like, oh, what kind of day are we going to have? Oh, is he like slamming the door open or softly? It's just crazy. So um, that's actually one of his life skills that he's really good at is um, reading people because of that trauma. So although there's could, there could be bad things that come from trauma, there could be good as well because it, it turns into a skill, right? A skill that can be used later in life for, you know, good things. So as a child, he felt his dad's energy. So children can actually feel how their parents feel without saying anything so when he actually said this it reminded me of my experience with my mom um you know although she wouldn't say what was really going on because you know certain parents don't do that um you know I felt that she was hurt and you know she was broken and stuck and felt helpless you know it makes me sad to this day but you know whatever you know I'm not life goes on but you just learn so as a matter of fact as I reflect on this um, 
this is why I am determined to show women on how to step into their power. So it's it's super deep for me, not because everyone's doing this um, woman empowerment. No, it's a lot deeper to me, you know. So this talk that he did um, got me very emotional. Um, he did two things. He did, a, I think, a Max Out event and then he did like another podcast. So it's like two information in one in this podcast. So if you listen to both, you'll see that I'm getting information from there. So um, he speaks about the power of one more. So he said that when his dad was trying to recover, um, he would always say that he will try one more time. And, you know, eventually he did it. So the phrase of the power of one more can be applied to all areas of our life. So, and then he goes on to say, you know, what if our parents have one more day to live? Or what if they have just one more hour? How about one more second? So when that one more moment is gone, it's a huge thing when you don't have any more of them. You see the power of that? That's really super powerful. When he said that, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, then he goes on talking about that he went to a kid's party. And, you know, all the kids were taking hits at a piñata. <clears throat> Sorry. He noticed that most of them gave up right before the candy came out. So this means that um, we need to keep taking swings no matter what. No matter if you're tired, no matter if you have no motivation, no matter if you think it's not working, you must push through one more time. Okay? The power of one more. So if you do not do this, you are neglecting yourself. You must chase your happiness and your potential. Because remember, it is not going to chase you. You have to max out your potential constantly. By doing what? By using the power of one more. Oh, let me do this one more time. Let me do this uh, one more, I don't know, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Just, it's easier for us to think it like that rather than, oh my God, I got to do this 20 more times. No, just deal with it as you go. One thing at a time, like with a workout. Okay, you know, like, oh gosh, there was a workout that I did yesterday <clears throat> and I never used that machine and um I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to do one more, one more. Although it hurts, although my leg is not going all the way up, I'm going to just do one more. Why? Because what happens? The When you do your muscle, I mean your muscle, your exercise, it breaks down your muscle to build it stronger. So the next time I do it, I can do more, one more plus more. So you see the power of it? So you have to continue doing it, although you are struggling. <clears throat> so yeah. So keep in mind of one thing. The ability to be vulnerable is true strength. When you show that you're okay with being vulnerable, you are one step towards healing. Hold on, let me drink something. <laughs> Yummy. So, with trauma, the biggest way to contain it is by staying in control. When I heard this, I'm just like, oh my God, that is so damn true. You know, we're insecure with certain things and sometimes we know, sometimes we don't, but then we try to control other people to feed our insecurity, to make us feel better, to make us feel worthy, right? So, you know, like if, uh, I don't know, a husband is, how do you say, insecure about his wife 
finding another man, he's going to tell her to not go nowhere, go out with her friends, you know, this and that. So to feed his insecurity, he controls her. Okay. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> oh my goodness gracious. So sorry. So people tend to minimize the shame that comes with the trauma. Okay. Like, oh, it wasn't that bad or, oh, I'm okay now. No, you need to acknowledge it and heal from it. And many people choose to not recognize it for what it is because they don't want to relive that moment, <clears throat> which is completely understandable. <clears throat> oh, my goodness gracious. <clears throat> oh, my God. <clears throat> Sorry. So most of the time, that moment where we relive the trauma, it is actually worse than the actual moment. Although it sounds weird, but it's just like because we add more emotion. It's just like you felt it again. It's like you're putting yourself through torture, which is not good, okay? There is a stigma behind trauma where there's so much shame with it, you know? And to deal with it, you need to get rid of that shame and just deal with it, go with it, okay? It's a moment of uncomfort, but it, but it is actually needed, all right? And remember, strength is built off of weakness in everything you do. So with trauma, with healing, with working out, with mindset, you need to build off of something, okay? So remember that. We have different parts in us that needs to be recognized. So first, there's a child part, and this child is locked up inside of us. Next is a protector part. This is actually known as a controller, like how I was saying earlier. <clears throat> So this can be known as our bad habits, so like smoking or drinking, because you can't deal with the issue. So in other words, our protector keeps us safe from terror, shame, and fear. So uh, Ed Milet shared an example of this himself. So he was saying that he considers himself an ex, I'm sorry, introvert. So every time he goes out of town, you know, to do his talks and his business stuff and whatever, he always orders room service instead of going out to the restaurants. Why do you think he does that? I never realized this. I'm just like, oh my God, it's just so crazy how we do things without realizing it. And that goes to show that our traumas are hidden deep down inside of us into our subconscious that we don't even think about it. We just do it. So he was saying <clears throat> when he was younger and went out to restaurants, his addicted father would snap on people and it brought so much shame to him that he felt like, you know, being locked behind a door at a hotel made him feel safe all because of his childhood trauma of his dad. So when you become aware of your triggers, it can actually help you unlock it. Once you do that, it can help you understand yourself. And the best part of it all, it helps you free yourself. <clears throat> Once you free yourself, you must create a vision for your new life. You have to. This is necessary. So, <clears throat> oh my God. Oh my God, this is just crazy. <laughs> Sorry. So, <coughs> I hope I'm not getting sick. Oh my goodness. So sorry, everyone. So there are three things you must do. Notice, know, and need. I feel like this is something that should be applied everywhere in your life. You know, you acknowledge it, you know it, 
and you know your need and then you um, react upon what you got to do. So he gave an example of like, okay, what does my introverted part need right now? Okay. And he knows that it's a part of him that needs him right now. So there is a process to this and I'm going to explain. So number one. Notice when the chaotic part is activated. So this can be in times of stress, um, anxiety, you know, anything of that nature. Anything that makes you feel unease. So number two, recognize where is it in your body? Okay. Three, what do you need to know about him or it or her? Number four, what does he need right now so ask these questions and answer truthfully and act upon them so the point of this is to have consciousness and awareness okay so the beautiful thing about this process is that if you survive the temporary discomfort on the other side you will have this better version of yourself oh my goodness i'm sorry i just came back from a trip like last week and it never fails i get sick like a week after because going from cali i guess humidity environment to arizona it's super dry here and it's just like my nose gets bleedy i bleedy bloody and all that stuff so it's just stupid sorry (laughs) sorry i'm random if you didn't know i'm random this is me love it or hate it i don't care it's me (laughs) so anyways um just know that the perfect you serves nobody all right talking about this i actually just made an episode before this um authenticity the importance of authenticity and why i do it specifically so the flawed you is what changes yourself and the world so what do you guys think what do you think about this um information about traumas like do you see how it's like super deep rooted within you and how we automatically react and like you know how we just I guess you can say pretty much survive on the go every day until you realize that there's something wrong and you acknowledge and you do something about it. What do you guys think of it? Isn't that crazy? I challenge you to think of something that is your trauma or maybe you don't recognize it. What do you do day to day or what do you feel when you get anxiety or you're at unease? In that moment is when you need to do this. Okay. I love to dig deep and get to the root of the problem. And if you do not do this, then what you're doing is placing a Band-Aid on the problem and it pushes the issue even deeper. So imagine we're talking about our childhood. So let's just say some of us are 30, 40, 50. That child is dug deep in there. And what you have to do is go through all those layers little by little, see what's going on, see how you can heal and you know it's never too late you are never too old you you just need to learn sometimes you're just not taught these things you know and that's the reason of me doing stuff like this because a lot of people don't know I don't know these things I'm not perfect I'm not going to act like I'm perfect I'm not going to act like I know everything I'm teaching you what I'm learning because this is just great valuable information that can change your life okay and it can help you step into your power to be the best version of yourself All right. So um, I hope you guys got value out of this and I hope you choose to dig deep 
and to heal and to become the best version of yourself. Um, if you found any value, let me know. If you have any recommendations of what you want to hear, let me know as well. Um, and thank you for tuning in. Thank you for taking time out of your day. I appreciate you and I hope you take the step to becoming the best version of yourself because you deserve it. Your kids deserve it. Your spouse deserves it. Your family deserves it. Everyone deserves it. Love you. Bye.